Life's like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Ooh. Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gaff mail. They are all Chef Tales. Ooh, Chef Tales. Woo! Every day he's making Chef Tales. Woo! Hello, and welcome to the Chef Tales podcast. I am your host, Muddy Boy, Bombhead, MJPJ, Matthew, John, Philippe, Jones. I'm broadcasting this episode in my gym, of course, as per usual, on this very cold and wet day. If you are a Chef Tells podcast virgin, I will fill you in with what it is all about. I'm a professional chef and have been in the catering and hospitality trade for a long fucking time. I speak about current events going on in the world. I give you a little insight into my past week. And if you're lucky, I might throw in a little story about my chef life. Over here in the UK, um, we have these things called barrel bikes. You can hire them. All that you need to do is download an app, scan the code on the handlebars of the bike. The bike then unlocks and basically your way. I've used them, I've used them a few times. It's It's a quid, one pound to unlock the bike and then five pence every minute fuck all you know basically obviously another way to get people you know well exercise and not using you know or uh, driving to work i said i've used them about a dozen a time about a dozen times my last ride the fucking pedal fell off i'm there sweating my bollocks off cycling Barely five miles per hour up a dirty fucking hill. And I got basically to the top and thought, is it me or is there something wrong with this fucking left pedal? And then bam, it fucking fell off. Thankfully, the guy in the car behind me stopped. Otherwise, I was going, otherwise he was going right up my ass. (laughs) I complained. On the barrel bike app, <laughs> um, straight away, saying, not happy, the pedal's come off, I want my money back, <laughs> whether it be two quid or not, or four, whatever, it doesn't matter, it's the principle of the matter, I'm British after all, um, and, you know, whatever his name was, I can't remember, but as a good, as a gesture of goodwill, we have refunded your money. So you bloody should, mate. You don't expect the fucking pedal to come off. 
I do have a bicycle myself, a road bike. But like I've said before, um, I don't have much luck with bikes. I've had numerous flat tires with this bike and many others. Shitloads of them nicked. Um, my current road bike um, has the Presta valves. What cunt involved? What cunt fucking invented that one? Why did they decide to bring those fuckers into the world? What was wrong with the normal valve? Why change shit? Tried to pump up the tyres. One went up. The other went down. The valve must be broken, I reckon. I need to sort it ASAP because... Um, so then I can get to, you know, so I don't need to get a bus to work. Maybe, you know, I was even thinking of a, unis, you know, a unicycle. Probably be safer on one wheel instead of two for me. Um, the wife has had bronchitis for three weeks now, I think, maybe about rough, roughly around that time. And now she's got pneumonia, the poor thing. <sighs> Just, you know, gets rid of one thing and then... It's fucking something else. Oh, daddy long legs, hello. Um, the kids have both had colds. Touch wood. I'm, I have been all right. I think that cold is due to come my way though very shortly. My garage is falling apart, a bit like myself. One, <laughs> one side of it urgently needs attention. Like I said to uh, somebody earlier, Half of it is made of brick, and the other half is fence is made of fence panels. If the big, if the big bad wolf gives me a visit, then I'm fucked. A policeman, um, this isn't a joke. A policeman was killed the other day in Croydon, South London. Shot in the police station, of all places. The suspect then shot himself. The police officer moved into custody because he felt it was the safest option. He was two months away from his retirement. That's so sad. The suspect was handcuffed, but somehow managed to pull his gun from his trousers whilst being checked in. He was detained for possession of ammunition and Class B drugs. It is believed that the weapon was a revolver. Why? How was he not, why was he not searched? How? Does a suspect manage to get into a fucking police station with a fucking gun? So 2020, hey? We're, we're in the last quarter, guys, of the year. And it's been a total fucking shit show for all of us. I'm sure that you all agree on that one. We've all had to do our best and uh, do, what's, do what's right to protect our families, though, right? Yeah, trying to stay positive when we're in a position that we've never been in our lifetime. But the whole UK was on lockdown. Explain to your kids while they weren't going back to school. Sorry, while they up. This is obviously what I'm talking when they were off. While they go back, while they can't go out and play with their friends, and they and they have to stay at home. It was. Don't get me wrong. It was nice to spend a lot of time with them, and I'd usually be working. Not all the time, mind, but yeah, I'd see. Anyway, um, they did also play up a lot though, but that's kids for you. 
I'm going to try and keep this mic very still so it doesn't fucking go all shit. I'm looking at possibly getting a um uh, a different mic. <laughs> but um is it is it worth it? I don't know. But um if it makes it if it makes people more people listen, sweet. But no, I don't think it might make me more people listen. Who knows? Anyway, getting back to this. Um Getting my kids to do their homework wasn't easy, I'll be honest. I'm sure that we weren't the only parents who had that problem. They did do some of it. I'm sure there's some children out there that did bugger all. I'm sure there's kids that did all of it. There's some kids that did all of it. Charlotte, my wife, she was getting so stressed about it. Fuck getting stressed about that. Once we had confirmation that schools would be reopened in September. I didn't think, shit, they, they better get it all done. It's not like you're going to, you know, they're gonna, they were going to go back to school. Uh, and uh, if you didn't do it, you know, they were going to find the parents now, is it? Or, or they have one on the gate, so, you know, um, no, your child's not coming in if he hasn't done his homework. Um, during those three to four months, it was a real struggle for everyone. Loss of earnings and still the bills to be paid. Had to be paid. I said to Charlotte that we might as well write the year off in regards to our catering business. I wasn't far off, to be fair. We did three functions, um, all of which were last-minute bookings in September. As obviously, the other bookings that we had had to be postponed until the new year. I've done a lot of thinking in this time, like I always do. That's me. <laughs> I uh, I was supposed to be taking over that carvery uh, early in the year, the carvery business early in the year. I since then changed my mind, not just because of COVID, but I felt that I wouldn't be a hundred percent fully. It wouldn't hundred percent be fully mine. The owner would still want to poke his nose in. Like I say, I wouldn't have full control. That's his problem now. It was a scary time, though, like I say, for I'm sh- for for some, you know, I'm not saying I was panicking or anything like that. I wasn't one of those fuckers panic buying the toilet. And it started again, hasn't it? The panic buying toilet roll and all this kind of shit. Fuck's sake. But, um, and obviously, it still is a um, scary time. But um, as we're at the highest rate of infection that there's ever been in the UK... The two weddings that I had booked, booked in for the end of the year, have recently cancelled. Totally understandable, really, and I don't blame them in the slightest. Um, I generally, I generally am, you know, sorry for them. You know, we've just got to keep plodding on, so, so to speak. I heard on the radio that a couple of pricks had a wedding for 300 people in Leeds. I thought I was hearing things, but no, no, it fucking, it's true, it's true, as Kurt Angle once said. Um, how long will it be, though, before they close the schools again, if they decide to do so? Will a second long, I, again, having trouble to speak, I think it's from the long day that I've had, that's my excuse. Will there be a second long, oh my God, come on you cunt. Will there be a second lockdown? There you go. 
It's a lot of what ifs. Apparently the government said that people in the wedding trade need to get better jobs. Cheers for that, you bunch of cunts. Face masks in kitchens. Now, last week I was, uh, is when this, well, I say this, this rule came into play as far as I'm aware. And the chefs only wore face masks when they were serving the marines not when they were prepping anything like that but we have to wear them we do have to wear them apparently the whole time I, what if it catches fire <laughs> yeah um a good friend of mine who uh if you've ever heard of pepper pig world he uh he's the head chef there he's got a, he's a good mate of mine luke he, he's a, him and his chefs have been wearing them since they reopened. And he told me about how a, a, um, a visor went in the fucking fryer. Need I say more? I don't, yeah, I, I don't get it, personally. But anyway, um, I don't get the fucking, the, Closing pubs at 10 o'clock and that kind of shit. What what difference is that going to make? But anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, going back to the, uh, the government and saying about, you know, people in the wedding trade need to get better jobs. I was I did apply for shitloads of jobs during this time. Full-time positions, head chef positions, part-time, breakfast chefs, care home chef, escort. Not. <laughs> Um, no, I went through all different, all the different scenarios. If I got this job, then I could still play football on Saturday, for example. It was more so, more so seeing if I can keep the Caitlin Company going. Until, dun 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 dun, one position came along, and I thought, that's it. Ah, yes, that's the one. What's that from? I think that's from an ad. Yeah, I think that's from an advert, a Tesco advert. I think it's Basil Forty's wife. Anyway. Not that that's relevant to anybody. Right. Yeah, so a position came along. Not too far away from where I live. Head chef position. Decent hours. Good money. Experience in mass catering. Sweet. Went for a two-hour interview, which the missus was not happy about. She was pissed at me as she dropped me off. And she went around town with the kids in the high street. It was, it was pissing down. I reckon I'll be about half hour, babe. I said to her, she had a face like thunder when I got up there. <laughs> After the interview, I thought to myself, I do still want it. If I have to juggle my own catering business as well, then so be it. Not long after the interview, pretty much every day, an inquiry would come in for us. Barbecue, private dining, hog roast, private dining, etc., etc. Which then turned it actually, which then you know, turned into confirmed bookings, and these, these were just for, te- these were just, for September and October of this year. So in a few days, we had built up a fair amount of business. I then had second thoughts about this position. Don't get me wrong, I was buzzing to have bookings, but then I thought, fuck. It's not going to work out for this place. I'm going to, as soon as I start, I'm going to say I can't do that. I can't do. I don't know, this Saturday, I can't do that Saturday, I can't do this Friday. So, uh, yeah, 
so I thought this isn't um, this isn't going to happen. So me and Charlotte spoke, and we agreed that it, it wouldn't be possible. The following day, the manager of the place called me on the eighth of September, to be exact. I recognised the phone number and thought, shit, I've got to say I can't accept it. If it's offered to me, of course. So I purposely missed the call. One hour later, after that phone call, this phone call, pardon me, I'll just let one rip. Uh, um, <sighs> bloody hell, that's, I'm even grossing myself out. Fuck, that's bad. The government had announced on the news that the maximum number of people to meet was six. Change of plans again then. That's it. I said, those bookings, weddings won't go ahead now. So I need to take that position, I said to Charlotte. Charlotte agreed. I then messaged the manager that evening and apologised that I missed her call. The following morning, the manager replied and said, no worries, I'd like to offer you the position, basically. I fist pumped the air. Get the fuck in, you little beauty. So obviously I accepted. So this week, has been getting on top of the paperwork for my new place before we reopen, which is tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. No, I am looking forward to it. It'll be, even though the weather's going to be fucking terrible. Yeah, of course, it'll be good. We had fire training and I made some of the girls laugh. The gentleman running the training said, suppose, suppose the fire alarm does go off. You've, you've burnt some toast. You mentioned toast a couple of times. Stop blaming me for setting the farm alarm. I can't talk again, man. Stop blaming me for setting the fuck. Blah, I didn't swear. No, that much. <laughs> Stop blaming me. Oh god, the, the moment's gone. Stop blaming me for setting the fire off. Oh my god. Stop blaming me for setting the fire alarm off. I don't burn toast. I got there in the end. Jesus. And you want me to do stand up? <laughs> uh, nah. Anyway, now. Now it's time to play a game that I made up last week. It's called Whose Line? No, it's not. It's called What Line Is This Film From? Anyway. So the last episode, I started, a new, I started this new game up, which I just mentioned. I say a line or two from a film, and you have to guess which film it's from, obviously. You got it? Good. No Googling this shit either, yeah? Otherwise it takes the fun out of it. Okay, so, you know what, I'm not, I was going to give the answers out for last week, but uh, I'm not going to. <laughs> so I've got the, I've got the new, new lot, I've got ten this week. Film from anyway. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. Now that's an addiction. You ever suck dick for marijuana? No, I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Get busy living. Get busy trying. Who the fuck is this asshole? We've got a bleeder. Hello, cutie pie. One of us is in big trouble. So there's three kinds of people. Dicks, pussies, and assholes. What I do know is, is that there's no more Harry, which means there's no more debt. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. 
I'll take care of the police. Hey, wait, you swore! Trust me. I always tell the truth, even when I lie. The wife always takes the piss out of me because I fart. I fart a lot. They always smell her words for her. Her words, not mine. Mm. Yeah, and those two I just did then. Fucking hell. So I've come up with a little song in honour of my flatulence. It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. I'm not one of those who usually hide. That's wrong, let me try again. It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. I'm not one of those who usually hides it. Anyway, the thing is, what I really need My thoughts are the smelliest now that they've ever been It's funny how some distance makes everything seem fine Until that shit cloud walks people's way And then they suddenly catch a whiff or a sniff of whatever was lurking inside What the fuck is that? Has somebody just died? Or is it just mad, just mad sauce? Well the thought had crossed my mind But now they know That I've let one go, let one go Couldn't hold it in anymore I've let one go, let one go Drop my guts, now I'm heading for the door I don't give a damn What they're going to say My thought will linger on Spicy food never agrees with me anyway I've let one go, let one go can't hold it in anymore Let one go, let one go Unleash a stench like never before I could clear a room full of people in one foul swoop If some of them didn't make it out of there Sure enough, they would be covered in puke So now they know I've let one go, let one go I don't care what they're going to say My fart will linger on Spicy food never agrees with me anyway Did you have to, did you have to let it linger? So I'm just rounding up now Um, Weather's supposed to be shit for the rest of the week Yay! Um, stay safe. This is Matthew John Philip Jones, MGPJ Bombhead. Over and out. This is the Chef Tales podcast. Peace. Life is like a box of chocolates here in Chefburg. Ladle spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef Tales, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary, 
You who could slip on some dairy. Who look there goes Mary Berry. Chef tales. Woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include Abe Gareth Bale. They are ooh, Chef tales. Woohoo. Every day he's making real Chef tales. Woohoo.